What's going on, y'all, and welcome back to No Limit Lab. I'm your host, Eloy, and today we're going to be talking about going over and discussing Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, a PG-13 2023 action-adventure film. It is two hours and 34 minutes long, starring Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones. It is the fifth installment in the Indiana Jones franchise, and I got some stuff I got to say about this one. We're going to talk about Indiana Jones, we're going to talk about the franchise in general, what my thoughts on the franchise are in general, and what I thought of this film. Because I got some stuff I got to say about this film. I went and saw this film about a week ago with my friend. We went to uh, the local theater uh, where he lives at. And we had a good time watching the film. It was, uh, you know, every time I go out with my friends to go see movies, it's always a great time. No matter if the film is bad, good, or whatever. So, let's go ahead and talk about this. Daredevil archaeologist Indiana Jones races against time to retrieve a legendary dial that can change the course of history. Accompanied by his goddaughter, he soon finds himself squaring off against Jurgen Voyer, a former Nazi who works for NASA. The release date for this film was June 30th, 2023. Director is James Mangold. Screenplay by James Mangold, Jez Butterworth, that's a pretty funny name, David Kep, and then John Henry Butterworth, also other funny names. Story is by George Lucas, Philip Kaufman. I believe it's loosely based off of what like George Lucas. I don't think George Lucas directly wrote this story, but I'm just going to put that out there. Music composed by John Williams, of course. Can't go wrong with him. Producers Kathleen Kennedy, Frank Marshall and Simon Emanuel. Executive producers George Lucas and Steven Spielberg. Okay. Let's go ahead and discuss this film. So, let me talk about the Indiana Jones franchise in general. So, Indiana Jones is a very beloved franchise. It was started by George Lucas, I believe, and directed a lot by Steven Spielberg. Um, Starring Harrison Ford, obviously Harrison Ford, I would believe, actually is a bigger fan of this franchise than he is of the Star Wars franchise. And I can probably understand why. He probably doesn't get as much fans hounding him all the time with Indiana Jones questions as he does Star Wars questions, but that's the, that's besides the point. Um, this is the fifth installment, like I said. It takes place in, I believe, 1969, and I, at first, thought this was going to be the fourth installment. I didn't think that Crystal Skull was going to be canon. It apparently is, so this is the fifth installment. Like I said, Crystal Skull does count in the timeline. Um... Shia LaBeouf is not in this film. He is mentioned. Uh, he dies off screen, which is a little kind of weird. I could see why, because they just probably didn't want to bring back Shia LaBeouf. And he probably didn't even want to be a part of this movie anyway. So instead of even like bringing him in, they just said, oh yeah, he died, which I thought it was a little stupid. They could have been like, oh yeah, no, he's still alive somewhere. We just, I just don't talk to him or something. And then maybe like, I saw this somewhere else. They're like, maybe he could have called him on the phone and then like, you know, made up with, the, I don't know, something. Now, you know, maybe, I don't know, just saying he died in the in the army, I think it was, off screen, was just a little weird. Because at the end of the last film, Crystal Skull, Marion and uh, uh, Indiana Jones uh, get married. And in this film, he's basically going through divorce, and he's living by himself in an apartment. It's fucking jacked as fuck. It's the funniest thing in this film, probably, is when Harrison Ford gets up, and he's in his underwear, and he's got, like, fucking pecs and fucking abs and shit. You're like, holy crap, this guy is yoked for an old fucking band like it was crazy it was really funny to see because everyone in the theater is like what the fuck like that's not cgi that shit is real um but he's basically on the brink of divorce this and he is retiring from his job as a professor and this is one thing i will say about this film this is a very depressing film for indiana jones fans because he's basically like everything has gone wrong in his life at this point at this like at this point divorce son is dead he's retiring 
and he's like the angry old man that yells at the neighbors. Like I had made a joke because this is this is what sixty nine, and you know times in the U S for people of color still not very good, and um. You hear you hear loud music playing, and I was like, "Watch them make the neighbor be a black guy." And he starts yelling at this black guy for playing his music too fucking loud. And I started laughing my fucking ass off because I was joking. I was like, "There's no way they're gonna make Indiana Jones like get mad at a black guy in the '60s." But they fucking did it, and it was hilarious. Like it was just, it, I was just, it was more hilarious because I was just like, "Watch this happen." I didn't think it was gonna happen, and it happened. I'm like, "Okay, I guess they did do it." Um, but this whole franchise has always had an uplifting feel to it every time you hear that music every time you hear or see indiana jones on screen whether whatever the ending of the film is there's always that uplifting tone with these films and this film just doesn't really have that if i'm being honest like a lot of missed opportunities in this film like you know versus whether it's raiders of the lost ark and i'm gonna be completely honest with you guys right now i have not seen any of the indiana jones films through like fully through at all i've seen clips of them I have never watched them fully through. Now, you might be saying, what the fuck? You're reviewing this one. You haven't seen it. I wanted to see it. I wanted to see what it'd be. But, you know, f the clips that I've watched of the old Indiana Jones films, which is a lot of clips, like, it was miles better than kind of what we got here. Like, at this point, Indiana Jones is like, it's, it's old-ass Harrison Ford doing shit that he shouldn't be able to do. But, like, I don't know. There's a lot of points in this film where you're like, that guy should have died there. That guy should have been dead. He looks like he got fucked up there, but he just wasn't dead. And it, it just reminds me of the whole thing, the Lucasfilm thing. Nobody's ever really gone. Like, people just don't die in films anymore. They always got to have somebody, oh, no, he's invincible somehow. He can't get hurt. Um, so I've never really seen the other Indiana Jones films. I've seen clips of them, and I've loved everything that I've seen out of them. I've just never taken the time to watch the Indiana Jones films. And I've known about Indiana Jones since I was in, like, what, fifth fourth fifth grade i would say maybe fifth fifth grade i want to say fifth grade so when i was let's see that was 2000 and ooh, 2009 2000 no 2010 yeah so i you know i've only known about the indiana jones like a friend of mine at the time was a big fan of indiana jones his brother was a big fan of indiana jones as well and that's when i think king of uh the crystal skull king of the crystal skull whatever the hell came out around that time but um or did that come out to us? I don't know when the fuck that came out. But point being, I've never really gotten into the Indiana Jones films. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go in this film. I'm not going to expect much. I'm all what I, what I will criticize is the cohesive storytelling, the characters, and the way characters are respected when they're shown on screen. Whether they bring in old characters, have cameos, or the way they treat the current iteration of Indiana Jones now. And they did not do very good. I'm going to be completely honest. Like, I don't need to have watched the other Indiana Jones films to understand that this is this is just kind of a... This is just like, I don't know, it's just a weird a weird point to take this franchise. Like, it, it ends on a weird note. Because the last one, there's a happy ending. This one, it's like, is this a happy ending? Is this it? Or, like, are we done here? Because I'd be very satisfied... I'd be very dissatisfied as an Indiana Jones fan that this is where we're done. And it just seems like they, they tacked this film on for no reason. It seems like just a money grab. Maybe Harrison Ford wanted to do it for a long time. I remember hearing for a while, a good while, that Chris Pratt was supposed to play Indiana Jones. No, I don't know how that well how well that would have done. I don't know if he would have been able to capture that same magic. Maybe as a nephew of Indiana Jones. I don't know. 
but uh, I could definitely have seen it. Like when I saw Jurassic World, I'm like, okay, I can definitely see him playing Indiana Jones now. The first Jurassic World, not anyone that followed after because those last two sucked fucking ass. But in the first Jurassic World, I was like, I could see him playing Indiana Jones. That was like around the first time I started hearing that. Maybe, no, maybe it was 2014 after he was cast as Star-Lord. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. This is a weird film. So let, we're going to go ahead and talk about it. I'm going to talk about the main characters of the film, the villains and uh, everything they did. Um, they had a lot of points in this film. They had a lot of points in this film. So Harrison Ford obviously plays Indiana Jones. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen, who is a great actor. You should see him in the show Hannibal. He plays Hannibal Lecter. It's a great show. He plays uh, Jürgen Voyer, uh, who is a Nazi, uh, I guess you could say, a, a guy who works with the Nazis in the 40s during World War II. And then we'll discuss what happens with him. And then he continues to work with the U.S. government and NASA later on in the future. But we'll discuss what happens with him. Um... Phoebe Waller uh, plays Helena Shaw, who I, I I could not fucking stand her character. I thought she was just god-awful. Um, Antonio Banderas is in this film. He has a returning role. Uh, Boyd Holbrook, who I was like, I recognize this fucking guy. He's the guy from Logan. Um, but uh, And he's also from, I believe, Narcos as well. Yeah, yeah Narcos, The Predator, and then uh, Logan. But uh, he plays one of the, like, just a regular, typical, typical bad guy. He's a Nazi, current-day Nazi. Nothing special about his character. He plays Claber, uh, Claber. I don't know what his fucking name is pronounced. Um, Thomas Kretschmann plays uh, Colonel Weber. We have uh, Karen Allen, who plays Marion Ravenwood. Uh, Toby Jones plays uh, Basil Shaw. And then, um, yeah, that, that's kind of all the important roles. I can't really think of anybody else who's that, that important in this film. Um, maybe Archimedes, that, uh, the dial of Archimedes, uh, you know, that's the whole thing in this film. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really know. It, this is not really a lot of, <laughs> there's not really a lot of memorable characters. Like just the stupid kid character that they bring in that I just don't give a shit about. What's his name? Teddy? Ethan Idsor? Yeah, is, Isidore? I don't know what his name is. It, there are a lot of, like, they try to pick up a lot of the same beats, like from Temple of Doom with, uh, Short Round and the kid here doesn't work. Same thing, they they have to have the female that goes along with Indiana Jones here, Helena Shaw. She is just a, a fucking asshole to Indiana Jones. Like, we open up, like I said, with Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones, just like sulking in his seat. Oh, I gotta get up, go to work, and everything's my last day to go to work. Goes to work, he's bitching to the black neighbor about his music being too loud. He's the old cranky man. He's basically Harrison Ford in real life. And goes to school, it's his last day that he's retiring, they give him a clock, and, like, he, oh, yeah, this is the last day, and he's, you know, professor, he's doing whatever he has to do, and then, like, everybody is, like, not paying attention in class, he's doing what he can on his, on his little, like, projector screen, uh, presenting, like, all this history and stuff, and then Helena Shaw is in there, and she's, like, the only, I guess, student paying attention, even though she's not really a student, and you're kind of just like, does this chick want to fuck Indiana Jones? Like, who the hell is this? I was like, who the hell is this chick? Um, and a little backstory on her. So at the beginning of the film, we are in, I believe somewhere in World War II, Indiana Jones has been kidnapped, uh, after trying to infiltrate these Nazis, they kidnap him and they try to interrogate him, uh, he ends up almost getting, like, there's a, like a fucking weird scene, weird CGI Harrison Ford scene here that they use with old archive footage and current day Harrison Ford, where he is basically tied up and they're getting ready to hang him and interrogate him seeing what he's doing there and he gets hung 
and a bomb comes like you hear a bomb come in like a uh, get dropped down from the sky and it lands in the church or whatever the hell they're at and it just keeps falling to the ground and then it eventually explodes kills the nazis and knocks out the ground where harrison ford is standing or indiana jones is standing and he gets hung but he's not dead for some reason like he ends up falling and going oh and you're like bro any normal human being would have broken his fucking neck and died there. Like, oh, it's Indiana Jones, his movie. You can't have him die. Like, I get it. But, like, how am I susp- I don't know. I guess, like, I'm not really supposed to suspend disbelief because this is a fucking movie about time travel. And they've had aliens and all sorts of other shit. And God. But I, I don't know. Like, I just thought it was just really kind of stupid. I'm like, okay, I guess. Whatever. And I'm just like, I'm just going to kind of turn off logic receptors when it comes to certain things. So... He basically escapes and somehow is able to Scooby-Doo his way out of there, away from the Nazis. Toby Jones' character, what the hell is his name? Um, I don't know. I don't fucking remember his goddamn name. Um, uh, da, 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 da. I'm looking at uh, Basil. Basil, 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 whatever his name is, is inside of a train being interrogated by Nazis. Um, uh, what's his name? That Waller guy is there. The main bad guy, uh, Jürgen. Jürgen is there. And... Um, they're trying to recover this like lance, like a, it's like a sword that Hitler wanted. Hitler wants this sword, and like this whole train is full of treasure. Which I thought was cool. And I said to my friend, "Why does Hitler need all of this, all of this stuff for?" And he's all like, "Well, I mean, kings gotta have his treasures, right?" And I'm like, "I mean, I guess because they they look at Hitler like a king, like he's the, he's Dafura." And I'm just like, okay, I guess, like, I guess, I guess so, like, maybe if I was a, a conqueror of the world, or an attempted conqueror of the world, I would want a bunch of fucking treasures in my goddamn trophy room, that sounds kind of cool, Hitler's got some taste, at least, no, um, I, I don't know, and I, I never understood, like, the whole thing, like, with the Nazis, like, always wanting, like, always wanting something that they can't have, I guess, like, I guess it's just, like, a staple in these films, is that the Nazis always wanted treasures, Hitler was, like, Hitler's, like, this fucking rapper, like, like he, Hitler's like this rapper that wants all the fucking chains, all the cars and shit, except in this case, it's not chains and cars. It's golden artifacts, ancient artifacts, fucking stuff that Jesus had, the covenant, all kinds of things. So I guess in like in these movies, for some reason, they like to portray Hitler as just like, oh, he likes, he just likes treasure, I guess. I, I don't know. He's, he's more focused on treasures than winning Zavor. Like, I, I don't know. But anyway, fuck the Nazis. Uh, everybody can agree on that. Fuck the Nazis. But, um, I always like seeing, like, the Nazis as the bad guys in films. It's always easy. It's so easy to hate them. But, um, they're interrogating Basil, beating the fuck out of him, and then, uh, they end up saying that the sword is a fake, or the lance is a fake. And they're like, it's a fake. Like, uh, Waller, or not Waller, uh, um, Jürgen's like, it's the sword is fake. And he's like, fuck, where we? they're like, fuck, what are we gonna tell Dafur? Like, what are we gonna tell Hitler? Ah, fuck, he's gonna kill all of us for getting a fake sword. What are we gonna do? And, um, Jürgen's like, I mean, I have the dial of Archimedes. Like, I have, like, I have half of the dial. Stop talking about that dial. Nobody cares about that dial. And then, eventually, Indiana Jones, uh, Scooby-Doo's his way onto the train, fights off a bunch of the Nazis, gets inside, sneaks in, and ends up getting to Basil, ends up rescuing him. He's like, Indy, the dial of Archimedes! Like, oh, crap. So he grabs the dial and puts it away, and they try to escape. And the Nazis basically find out where they are, and they're trying to, like, chase him throughout the train. I always love a good train fight scene. Train fight scenes are always so cool. Train chase scenes. I I'm a sucker for train scenes. Go watch, like, my one of my favorite movies of all time is Back to the Future Part 3. I, I love the train scene at the end. There's so much tension building at the end of that film. I always love train scenes in all these movies. Train robberies, train fight scenes, train chase scenes. You're always going to get me with trains. Un choo-choo. And... 
they end up catching up to Indiana Jones. They fight off a bunch of the Nazis. And Jurgen ends up pulling a gun on Indy, telling him, give me back the dial. And um, eventually, I believe they crack they take they get the dial or he throws him something that's not the dial and Jurgen ends up like getting hit by this giant pole like the train is going so goddamn fast and this pole that's in the way he hits the fucking pole and flies off the side of the fucking train you're like well he's fucking dead and I was like watch him fucking come back and lo and behold Jurgen fucking comes back and he's somehow not dead at all didn't fucking break all the bones in his body didn't snap his neck or anything didn't fracture his i don't know his pelvis or break his spine in half like the worst he had was like a scar that you could barely notice and th and this is no hate on mads mickelson whatsoever i like him he is a great guy to play a fucking villain like really like he has that intimidating aura about him you're like if you give him the right script this guy will fucking kill it but this was just bad writing here. I'm like, how the fuck did this guy not die? They end up escaping and they end up crashing. Uh, no, uh, the the bridge, I believe, gets blown up where the train is on and they end up jumping into the water and the train crashes. The allied powers or allies come and save them basically and capture whatever's on the train and then they survive and uh, I believe basil takes the dial and uh we go to current times now like i said harrison ford indy is like eh, i'm old and angry and blah 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 and then we fast forward to him retiring from his job as a professor they give him a clock and then after his class is done he okay i guess nobody gives a shit about history anymore so he just goes and leaves presumably back to his apartment but he ends up going to some bar to go drink and he ends up giving the clock to some like homeless guy on the side like, here you go take the clock walk away it's like one of those things they always do at these companies now like oh you've worked here for 40 years here's a watch like oh thanks okay so he ends up going to the bar and helena shaw who i didn't know what her name was at the time i thought she was just some chick trying to smash an old professor basically trying to pull an aubrey plaza in dirty grandpa where she's trying to uh smash robert de niro i thought this was the exact same thing here then it turns out that that's his goddaughter she's like oh no that'd be weird you can't do that and but she's like eyeing him like she's got the hots for him and she's like you don't know who i am do you He's like, no, uh, no, who are you? Helena Shaw, Basil Shaw's daughter. Oh my God, my God, how, how are you? And just like they have a conversation or whatever. And they start talking about the dial of Archimedes and all this other stuff and everything. And then it tempts her or tempts him to go show her the dial of Archimedes that they have uh, locked away where all of like the artifacts are. I think somewhere in the, the university, whatever the hell he works at. And lo and behold... They're the black chick, I guess, I don't know if she's one of the, I don't know if she's like a, she's a spy, I guess, but the black chick that was in the class earlier chewing bubblegum being obnoxious with the afro, I think her name was Mason, she is, I guess, working with the Nazis and um, spying on Helena Shaw and Indiana Jones and uh, lets the Nazis know where uh, Indiana Jones is at with the dial and I guess, they're like, oh yeah, go get, go get him, he's over here. So then we got fucking uh, Nazi 1 and Nazi 2 over here going after them chasing them into the uh going chasing after them without, without them knowing into the university go recover the dial and um we also get revealed that jurgen is still alive oh my god he's still alive he's still alive and he's not dead which i thought was just really fucking stupid like i would have not wanted him to die at the beginning of the film but like don't do a weird fake out death like he's oh he, look, he, he's not, he looks like he died like no just have them escape him somehow something have them like take him to make him uh, um 
uh, what's it called? Uh, put them on trial for war crimes or something, and then eventually, like like they did in real life, have NASA recruit him because he's smart as fuck, and then that's how he basically is quote unquote absolved of his crimes. He just works with NASA now in the government. That's all they had to do, but they didn't do that. They're like, oh, let's make it seem like he's dead, and then like make him come back for some reason. That's why I was like, okay, are they gonna do some shit where it's like, okay, he's dead, but like somehow he went back in time because this is a time travel movie no he just he just somehow survived that fucking fall from death so nazi one and nazi two chase indiana jones into the area where he goes and gets the dial and helena shaw ends up double crossing indiana jones and leaves him with nazi one and nazi two and runs away with the dial and we just have a chase scene ensue where black lady gets shot i believe or gets hurt or something uh, people get shot in the university and die, and a whole thing happens where Indiana Jones gets kidnapped, and uh, yeah, like that's kind of basically what happens. Indiana Jones is just always getting kidnapped. Indiana Jones gets kidnapped again. Um, Helena goes somewhere, I believe in the Middle East, if I'm not wrong, to go s sell the dial at an auction, and Indiana Jones ends up finding a way to escape, ends up heading to the Middle East to go after her and his gear and to go interrupt this auction so she can't sell it. He gets there just in time and we meet our short round of the film who is not entertaining whatsoever. It's just annoying. Like Teddy, whatever the hell his name was. I didn't give a fuck who he was. Um, but the Nazis are just somehow always on their tail. Like we know exactly where they are at every moment. Like Indy shows up to interrupt the auction and then like, Five minutes later, the Nazis show up. Like, it's, it's like a pattern in this film. And I think it's a pattern in most of the Indiana Jones films where Indy, Indy gets there. Five minutes later, the Nazis are there. Like, it's just, a, it's just a thing that happens in these films that can get very repetitive. But it's just like, whatever. Like, I, I don't know what else I was expecting. Like, I, I you know, it's a, it's a cash grab film. So as long as you understand that, you'll probably enjoy it for what it is. But it's nothing special. So... He interrupts the auction and makes a bunch of smart-ass comments about Helena. Helena makes some smart-ass comments to him. Uh, Indy, like, they do, like, a Deadpool 2 scene where, like, Deadpool, like, breaks into um, where all, like, those mafia guys are, those Asian mafia guys are, and they just all point their guns at him and shoot him as he falls behind the bar uh, the bar counter. And they all pull their guns out of Indy while he just, like, tries whipping him. Like, get back! Get back! And they all look at him, pull out their guns. He's like, oh, crap. And he just ducks down and they just continue doom, 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 even shooting while he's ducking down, like just shooting straight at the window. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Really weird. And um, we have a chase scene that begins again, another chase scene where they escape the Nazis and they get chased by the Nazis. And what happens is, is that I believe they end up meeting one of Indiana Jones's old friends and on one of his boats or whatever. And their whole thing is like, oh, we're going to get the we're going to look for the other dial of Archimedes or whatever, or they're going to go diving for something. So they go diving with one of Indiana Jones's friends and they go to go find the piece or whatever the hell it is, uh, something for the dial of Archimedes. And they go deep sea diving and they do like a thing with eels and how Indiana Jones doesn't like snakes. Ha ha ha. You got to do that, you know? And the Nazis are on their tail again and <laughs> the Nazis catch up to them and uh, Jürgen, who, like I said, I like Jürgen. I think he's cool. I think Mads Mikkelsen is a great actor. I just feel bad for him in the script that he's just given here. He's basically just a fucking, a, I don't know. It, it just, it doesn't, it's just really stupid. But um, they catch up to them and they kill Antonio Banderas, uh, one of Indy's friends. Like, no, my friend is dead. And um, 
what's her name? Helena. Helena has like there's there's like this dynamite stick that's on the ship. Like they see that there's dynamite on there or something, and like she basically tells Jurgen like, if you give me a hundred grand, I will read this whatever's on the dial to you because like they they break open something like there's like a piece of something that they break open to where they can find um the other half of the dial, but they have to translate it and only Indy and Helena know how to translate it. So she says, I'll translate it if you give me a hundred grand of whatever you sell it for. He's like, deal done. Okay, she's making a deal with the Nazis. Fine. This is typical of her character. She's a fucking double-crossing, backstabbing bitch. Like, I don't understand what she is. Like, she's trying to come off as charismatic, but she's not. She's just coming off as a double-cross, backstabbing bitch. I'm like, are we supposed to like this character? I don't like this character. I'm sure the lady who plays her, uh, whatever Webb's, whatever her name is, Wall- Phoebe Waller, I'm sure she's a nice lady. I've, I've heard she was in some other really good films. I don't give a fuck about her character in this film. They, it seems like they were trying to make a strong female character that you can think is charismatic and you'll like, just didn't like them. It, it reminds me of what uh, was this Antonio Banderas as well? No, it's, um, what the hell's his name? The guy who plays DJ. I don't know. I don't know what his name is. Um, I, I don't know. The guy who plays DJ in the last Jedi, where he's like, he's supposed to be this guy that you think is kind of cool, but he's just a fucking backstabbing asshole. Like it's not, I don't really care. Um, not Bandera. I don't know what his name is. Um, what? Who cares? It's not important. But you know, she ends up like lighting a stick of dynamite with a cigarette or whatever, and blows up the bottom of the ship. And as they all escape and hop onto the Nazis' boat and get the fuck out of there, and she's like, "Good, we're getting ready to go get the dial." And then Indy's like, "My friend is dead. Like, what are you fucking smiling about? My friend is just dead." And like. That can kind of sum up a lot of her character in this film. Like, she just doesn't give a fuck about other people around her. She's just a fucking out-for-herself selfish bitch. And it's it's true. You feel bad for Indiana Jones here because you're like, dude, like, his friend just got fucking murked right now. And she's just like, ha, 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 on to the next part of our adventure. Like, who cares, bro? Like, this is so, this is like, you're, you're, you, you guys are literally writing this character for us to hate her. And your goal is most likely to get us to like her, but the way you write her is making us fucking hate her. Because we all love Indiana Jones. We don't love her character. We don't love her character right off the bat because we don't know her. But if you're going to continue like this, you're not doing her any favors. So so they end up going somewhere, uh, I believe in um, Italy. If I'm not, I don't fucking know. They go somewhere in Europe. This film is so goddamn stupid and forgettable. I was just waiting. Like, I was going to be... So, like. My whole premise of this film, I love time travel films, right? But my whole thing was like, okay, they're teasing time travel. They better not do some fake out bullshit, like where they're like not gonna show the time travel. I'm like, I hope we see them go back in time and do something. That would be really cool. That was my main reason for going to see this film. And we're getting towards the end, and I'm like, bro, they they ooh, they better fucking show some time travel. I'm gonna be pissed off. I'm gonna be fucking pissed off here. And I'm watching the whole thing, and they end up getting to this place where it's like, I guess it's some ancient ruins, and they get there, and of course the Nazis are soon to be behind them at some, at some point, and they go to find the other half of the dial, and they get there, and they gotta, Harris, old ass Indiana Jones has to do some rock climbing, and he makes a joke about it, my old ass is basically doing stuff that I shouldn't be doing, rock climbing, I shouldn't be doing this anymore, and I'm like, yeah, you really shouldn't. And that's not just a joke. You really shouldn't be fucking doing it, Indy. And uh, they climb and they're going to do all this stuff. But of course, the Nazis go and kidnap the kid. 
and they end up coming right behind them somehow. Like, when they get to this place, like, Helena is, like, all dressed up and nice and everything, and little kid Teddy is just, like, going to get, uh, what's the hell, that gelato, and ends up getting kidnapped by the Nazis, because the Nazis have to be on their tail all the time, nobody, you know, always have to be, even though there's no such, I don't know, I don't know how they would always know exactly where they were at, like, they kind of say where they're gonna go, but, like, I, I don't know. So, they kidnap the kid, Indy and Helena get to the, um get to the the ruins and they start rock climbing to get inside and there's a really fucking uh just like skin crawling scene where there's like a bunch of bugs and centipedes through this like cave hallway and man, my friend's just like fuck that you can never get me to do that shit and it's just one of those things where you're like i found a monster truck that noise that fell that just happened was a monster truck it was grave digger grave digger the fucking monster truck with the green and the skull in the background monster trucks are cool but um they end up getting into the tomb of who they believe is Archimedes and they have to do all, like this stuff is cool to me. This stuff is always cool. I always love seeing Indiana Jones breaking into tombs, breaking into ancient ruins. Like this stuff is always cool. Classic Indiana Jones. Okay. Anytime I see this in one of the, in the clips of the Indiana Jones films or in a stuff like this, this is always cool to me. Figuring out puzzles, doing all sorts of stuff. This stuff is cool. Uh, but it, this shit reminded me of the Goonies though. I'm like, bro, this is literally the Goonies right now. This is literally the Goonies where um, the mom and her two sons kidnap uh, Chunk and they're basically going after the rest of the Goonies. And this is the exact same thing. Mads Mikkelsen and his two Nazi kids, which aren't his kids, but his two Nazi, Nazi 1 and Nazi 2, kidnap little Teddy. And like they're basically following them. Like This is like beat for beat the Goonies right here. And... And I'm not saying that in like, oh, this is the homage to the Goonies. Cool way. No, I, I thought it was like, what the fuck? This is the Goonies. Like, this is not creative at all. This is the same shit. It shouldn't be mirroring the Goonies. Because in the timeline, never mind. They end up finding the tomb. They open up the tomb and there is a watch there. And Helena's like, what is this? Like, it's a fucking watch. Like, holy crap. Because there was a thing earlier. Indiana Jones had a watch earlier in this film. And it was like, okay, that's got to lead up to something, they're teasing something, and then when they see the watch on the, on the, the corpse inside of there, you're like, is that fucking Indiana Jones in there, but, like, I don't know, would that make any sense, time travel is confusing, and I'm like, that's what they're gonna do, they're gonna do, Indiana Jones is gonna go back in time, and he's gonna die, and he's gonna be the one that holds the dial, and it's just gonna be a loop of time, or something like that, I don't know, and takes off the watch, and then you're just like, okay, like, but I also believe that they show, okay, yes, they show this later with Mads Mikkelsen in the watch, but you're like, okay, what's going on here? And then the Nazis show up and they put the dial together and, uh, Teddy somehow escaped from the Nazis and he found like a, him and like the big Nazi fell into the water off the bridge and the big Nazi dies and drowns. Little Teddy falls through this cage area through the water and is somehow able to escape. Fine, we're Indiana Jones and, uh, Helena are at... And he's like watching from on top of this rock, every watching everything go down. Everybody's getting got guns pointed at them. Everyone's being threatened. And um, uh, Jürgen basically is like, my whole goal is to go back in time and to kill Hitler so he could like win the war, basically. He could win the war and have the Nazis win the war. And um, it was like, okay, like, okay, cool. Like, I guess like if that's your plan, like killing Hitler, it's not really a bad idea. Go kill Hitler. Cool. But it's like, he's going to usher in his own version of the Nazi. He's going to, he's going to become Dafua and they end up succeeding, which I'm like, okay, cool. I always like seeing the bad guys win in these films. Like, obviously you're not supposed to root for the Nazis, but 
I like seeing bad guys win because I want to see how their plan plays out. Like, you always hear these bad guys go, my whole plan is to conquer the world. You're like, okay, cool. I'd like to see a bad guy actually conquer the world. It's a little refreshing. So they end up getting the dial, kidnapping, um, I believe, uh, or no, they, they leave them for dead basically there. And you're kind of just like, okay, well, who was the body in there? Is it Indiana Jones or is it Jürgen? Vo uh, uh, Jürgen? And you're like, what the fuck is going on here? What the hell is happening? And you're just like, okay. So they end up taking the dial. They get to their little Nazi base where they're going to go fly. And uh, he basically has calculated the exact point where they need to activate the dial to be able to travel through time, get to Poland, I believe it is, and get there so they can help win. The, they can help kill Hitler and then win the war and change the course of time. Which I'm like, hey, we're going to time travel right now? That's fucking cool to me. I am down to fucking see this shit right now. I want to see how this shit works. How are they going to handle time travel? So what happens is is Indiana Jones gets kidnapped by them again. Because Indiana Jones has to always get kidnapped. And uh, Helena and Teddy are kind of just like left for dead. And the Nazis escape. They take Indiana Jones on the plane where they're getting ready to take off. Helena... Uh, and Teddy end up heading to the airfield where the Nazis are at. Um, Teddy ends up running to the little plane over there. He's like, you go in that plane or whatever. You can fly the plane. I can fly the plane. Like, okay, I guess. He wants to be a flyer. And she ends up getting on a motorcycle and chases after the plane on the runway before it takes off. And these World War II-style planes are so fucking cool to me. Like, when they show the interior of these things, these th I know it's a Nazi plane, but these things are so fucking badass. Like, the, the noises they make... Just the interior, like, it's just, oh, it's so fucking cool. Like, it's, I, I, like, World War II, like, terrible. <laughs> but, like, goddamn, the drip, the fucking outfits of all, like, the people, like, and the, the planes, the, the, all the art, like, everything is just, like, so goddamn, like, this shit, it looks fucking sick. Like, I know it was a terrible time. It just looks fucking cool. Um, and she chases after them and somehow jumps onto the, um, the wheels of the plane as it goes up inside and she hides in there while the Nazis are getting ready to time travel. And, um, there it's like, okay, 90 seconds to, t to, to traveling through the barrier. And like, you see the sky opening up, like, this is fucking cool. And like Indiana Jones is like, it's not going to work. You're not going to work. You forgot about continental drift. And he's like, there's no way I, I calculated everything properly. And then like, they start to realize like, Oh, f like, well, Jurgen starts to realize, Oh fuck, we're not time traveling back to Poland. He's like, there's only one point in time that you can travel in when the dial was made. And you're like, oh, fuck. I think it was Rome. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. Stop the plane. Turn it around. Turn it around. Like, I can't. We're being sucked in. And they get sucked into the fucking wormhole back in time uh, during the fall of Rome, I believe it was, or fall of the Roman Empire. And they get taken in there. Little Teddy takes a plane. And somehow there's like some homeless guy that owns the plane back there. And this is one thing I did not get. The, the plane was in the airfield that the Nazis, I believe, owned, but this guy that has this plane that Teddy starts to fly wakes up in the back while Teddy is flying, and he owns the plane. This is my plane, but I'm like, is this guy a fucking Nazi? Because if he's not, how is his plane parked in the Nazi airfield? Unless it's just a plane that they kept hidden in this airfield, and they didn't know it was a Nazi plane, so I, I don't know. That was just really weird. And um, they end up all flying through, flying through time, literally, and they get there, and then they realize, oh, fuck, we're in the middle of the fall of Rome, which is a really cool fucking scene to see. This is really awesome. And 
Everybody all thinks that they're dragons. Like, oh my God, is that dragons? They're dragons. Because earlier in the film, when you see on the um, tomb of Archimedes, you see like this like dragon, like this like dra this like like phoenix or whatever the fuck, it, uh, something, some kind of shit. And you're like, what the fuck? That looks like a Nazi thing, or it looks like a I don't know. It's some shit. And oh, okay, this is clearly what the Romans saw or what Archimedes and all them saw when they went back in time. Like this is this is supposed to happen. They're supposed to go back in time here. And what happens is is they get there and they start getting shot at by all the fucking Romans. And it's just so funny to me because they start unloading their fucking guns into the, into all the Romans, just like taking out Romans, taking out all these fucking guys there. And it's just really funny to see because you're just like, you're seeing modern, technically modern day in that time period in 69, weapons versus like arrows, flaming fucking rocks and all different kinds of shit that the Romans had at the time. And there's just a war going on. And it's just really cool seeing them flying around. And they're like, it's a dragon. It's a dragon up there. It's a dragon. They don't, I don't know what they're saying in whatever language they speak. But it's a dragon. Dragon right there. They think it's a dragon. It's a fucking plane. And it's just really funny seeing. But it kind of makes you think. Because we have all these hieroglyphics of like planes. And 747, 747 jets in like certain tombs and in parts of Egypt. And you're like, hmm. How the fuck did they? How the fuck did they draw that? Like, I don't know. I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying this shit is real. But I'm just like, okay. It's just cool how they play up on that. And Archimedes is like, is there? They're like Archimedes. The the dragons. The dragons are frying. And uh, Archimedes is just like, looks like a fat Jesus. And he's just like, oh my god, the dial. It's not finished. It must have worked. And um, they see them flying around. And then eventually the Nazis get their uh, they get their plane shot at a bunch of times where it's going to get ready to go down and uh indiana jones and helena shaw fight off the nazis in there end up jumping out with the parachute and uh the nazis plane crashes where jürgen and all the other nazis die in a fiery death and they crash and uh when they crash um archimedes and his men who are a couple of other guys i guess help them out or whatever they go to the side of the plane crash and that's where they find the watch there and you're like okay so Archimedes found the watch that was off of um, Jürgen and wore it for the rest of his life. And then he died with the watch. So that's why the watch is on his body in the tomb when they find him. So it's not Indiana Jones. It's not Jürgen. It's just how he, got the, how he gets the watch. It's like, okay, fine. That's whatever. And after he gets, after he gets the watch, uh, Indiana Jones and uh, uh, Helena land with the parachute. And he just like, this is so beautiful. Like, this is just so awesome. And you're just like... I'm like, okay, Indiana Jones is staying this time. He's going to die in this time period. He's going to want to stay here. That's what they're doing. Sounds fucking great to me. That sounds like a great ending for Indiana Jones. Okay, what happens? Uh, they meet Archimedes, and they, they speak to him in his language. He tells him that the thing worked, and you're a genius. It's so great to meet you and everything. And uh, Teddy lands with the plane, and they're like, okay, we got to go. Like, Indy, we got to go. He's like, I'm not going. I'm staying. She's like, no, Indy, you got to go. Like, we're going. He's like, no, 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 I'm staying. She goes, no, you're going to change history. He's like, all my life, basically, like, I wanted to be a part of something or whatever, though, something along those lines, and he asks Archimedes if he can stay, and what the fuck does she do? Before Archimedes can even answer, she says, ah, don't answer that question. She fucking knocks out Indiana Jones, kidnaps him, and takes him back to his current time. So, Indiana Jones doesn't get the happy ending that he wants to be part of history and be alongside Archimedes, and he gets fucking taken back to current 60, 1969 as he gets knocked the fuck out by Helena kidnapped take, taken back through time and yeah so um, if you didn't hate Helena 
you, you probably hate her even more now. I thought that was really stupid. I also thought it was so fucking dumb how she knocks him out and for some reason he just doesn't wake up throughout the plane ride back through time. I, I don't know. I thought this was kind of insulting to the Indiana Jones' character. You could have given him a respectable ending like this because the ending we're going to see right now, or I'm going to tell you about right now, is just really kind of stupid. It doesn't really make any sense. And um, he wakes up in his bed like, oh my God, it was a dream. What do you happen? He's all fucked up and everything after he got shot again. He got shot on the plane. I forgot to mention that. And for some reason, like, uh, she's like, oh, you got shot. And then it didn't affect him until he was like on the ground. They're talking to Archimedes. He's like, you're bleeding out. You're going to die, Indy. You don't want to die here. There's no medicine here. Blah, 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 blah. And like, somehow he survives all the way back. Doesn't wake up at all. Like, I would assume that she would think he's dead at that point. Because if he got shot and he's bleeding out and he doesn't wake up that whole time she knocked him out, he's probably fucking dead. But no, he's not. He just goes back, wakes up in his bed. Helena is there being like a bitch. Like, yeah, he, I'm Helena. I'm just sitting here enjoying my coffee, watching TV, or listening to the radio. And um, Indy's fucking friend shows up that's singing his songs. I don't remember his fucking name is. Uh, she, he shows up and then Teddy shows up. Though His kids or whatever are there. And um, he was just kind of pissed off. Like, why didn't you let me stay? Because we can't have a current time without Indiana Jones. And it's like, okay, whatever. And um, Marion ends up showing up at the end, like, with groceries. And, like, her and, her and Indiana Jones have, like, a little sweet moment, I guess. Even though they're basically on the brink of fucking divorce. And uh, you back, Indy? He goes, yeah, I'm back. And I'm just like, what does that mean? You mean he's back, like, back from time traveling? Or is he back like Harrison's board, Harrison Ford is back and they're going to do Indiana Jones 6? Because if that's the fucking case, I don't want to fucking see it. I'll still talk about it and watch it. I don't want to see that shit anymore. They end up having a moment where everybody leaves and then they kiss. And Indiana Jones goes and grabs his hat outside of his window, pulls it back in, and then they say the end. And it's like, okay, that's it. And I'm like, is this the end of the franchise? Because this is a fucking weird way to end the franchise. Like, it was such a happy ending at the end of Crystal Skull, even though that movie is kind of dog shit. This movie isn't... This movie is like... Like, in, Crystal Skull is like dried up old dog shit. This movie is like fresh dog shit. So it's not really any better. So, yeah, that's... um. Marion hates it. Harry hated him because his son died in the military and then divorced him. And then, uh, you know, fast forward, like, oh, she's just, like, back with him now. Or she kisses him. They're going to fucking smash and hook up for this moment. And then uh, that's about it. Like, I, I don't know. Like, the movie ends and there's no post credit scene. And uh, we get the Indiana Jones, like, theme song playing at the end. And there's nothing really else to talk about, honestly. Um, I think this film is really unnecessary. I think that they tried to get you to like Helena, but they didn't do her any justice with the script. So I feel bad for Phoebe Waller there or whatever her name is. Phoebe Waller. Yeah. Um, I don't give a fuck about any of the other characters. I thought it was just really kind of dumb what they did. And it just was pointless. Like the time travel scene was cool. That was like the coolest scene in the film. Everything else to me was like they wasted Mads, Mads Mikkelsen as a villain. I thought he had so much more potential. I'm not going to lie. I said this in the theater. I'm like, bro, what? Why do the Nazis have, like, the best, like, take away that swastika. Fuck that swastika. The Nazis are the most dripped out fucking soldiers, commanders, generals I've ever seen in any fucking movie or anything in history. Every fucking time I see them, I'm like, bro, these motherfuckers are dripped the fuck out, bro. I'm like, uh, um, like, there's a line in the movie Bruno. It's a Sasha Baron Cohen film. 
where he goes, the Nazis base, or no, he says it in like the um, press, press, um, press media leading up to the film. And he goes, the Nazis basically styled World War II. And he's not fucking lying. Like the Nazis are dripped the fuck out. Like fuck the swastika. Fuck what they're all about. They're fucking dripped the fuck out. Every time I fucking see him in these goddamn films, they got the best uniforms. I said to my friend, I'm like, bro, why do the Nazis always gotta have the best uniforms? Like, fuck, they have to be the bad guys, but they got the best fucking uniforms besides the swastika and all that other bullshit. And my friends, and my friend told me, which is an actual thing. He's like, because of the German designers, like the German designers that they had at the time, like that's the reason why the outfits look so good. And I'm like, fuck, he's right. It's it's legit. Not it legit has to do because the Germans had really good designers. Like, that's fucking crazy when you think about it because people love all these German designers now. They love all these designers now, but a lot of them were Nazi sympathizers back in the day. Fucking crazy. Puma, Adidas, which are shoe companies, but still, Puma, Adidas, Nazi sympathizers. They were started by Nazis. Like, bruh, it's so fucking crazy. But the Nazis were dripped the fuck out. Fuck everything else they're about, though. So, what would I give this film? I gave it a solid 6.5 out of 10 when I saw it. Solid 6 out of 10 right now. Um, would I rewatch this anytime soon? No, not really. I'd probably just rewatch the time travel scene. That's about it. The train scene, maybe. Everything else, I don't really care. The CGI at times was really bad. Seeing Harrison Ford on the horse, seeing him at the beginning of the film, uh, a little wonky, a little fucked up at some times, but that's just typical of films now. Like, you go back and watch, like, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, great CGI. I don't know what happened there. I think it's because apparently the VFX artists loved working on that film. So it, it shows in the in the work. But um yeah, six out of ten. I don't want to see another film, Indiana Jones. I think this franchise is just done for now. I don't think they didn't do anything else. If Harrison Ford's gonna want to do another one because of money in the story, I guess. I don't really care. I'm I'm happy that Harrison Ford is happy to do this film because it's really, you know, rare you see a happy Harrison Ford. But uh, other than that, I don't really give a fuck about this film. I think that a lot of the characters are just forgettable, annoying, and it's just not really worth it. They treat Indiana Jones like some fucking relic of the past, literally. And they don't even... They, like, you think that since they're treating him that way, they would turn him into that, like having him stay with Archimedes in the, during the fall of Rome. But no, he ends up going back in his regular time. So it's just like a lot of wasted potential with this film for me. Didn't need to happen, but when you see the film, you're like, it's just a lot of wasted potential. So... I don't really have anything else to see uh, much to say about this film. Um, if you want to go watch it, go watch it yourself. Go support the film if you want to. I really don't care. Um, it's a whatever film to me. Rewatch value, not really any. Um, but that's all I really got to say, guys. All right, guys. This has been the review. My thoughts on Indiana Jones in the dial of mid-Destiny. Destiny. I don't fucking know. Back in the... Indiana Jones, Back to the Future. That's what we'll call it. Indiana Jones 5, Back to the Future. That's what we'll call this film. All right, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this review. Hope you guys enjoyed everything I had to say. Don't forget to check out my podcast. It's available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever podcasts are distributed. Don't forget to shout my podcast out. Let everybody know about the podcast. We're going to have more episodes coming to you guys sooner rather than later. This has been the No Limit Lab. I'm your host, Eloy, and you guys have a great night. Thank you.